In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, Jeff Zimpfer. Welcome to another episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. You know, have I told you lately that I appreciate you? I really do. I mean, I know you're busy. You got a lot of stuff coming at you. And if you're taking time from your busy day to listen to this, however you're doing it, I'm in your ears. Um, I'm grateful for that opportunity. I hope you're getting value from these podcasts. If you are, please do me a favor. Let us know, right? Go over to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a rating. I would be greatly appreciative of that. And then reach out to me on our social media page and let me know that you did leave that rating because I'm grateful for you for being here. Okay, so this week, I've got a very special guest and a platform and a software that was new to me and it's called Gremlin Social. And it deals with the ongoing discussion and issue around social media and compliance. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever gotten pushback or resistance from your organization about being on social media, what you say, what you post, what you do. They're watching you, right? So my special guest today, Ryan Bell, is the chairman, chief product officer, and chief technology officer for, now don't let that scare you. This is a great conversation, right? We don't go crazy technical. This is really about a business um, aspects of compliant social media in the mortgage industry. As a matter of fact, the Gremlin Social product has been uh, so well, well received that they are actually, they've received a, uh, an endorsement by the American Bankers Association. So let me take a moment real quickly and kind of unpack this episode for you to share with you a little bit about what we're going to talk about in leveraging Gremlin Social to empower or equip you to be engaged on social media and do it in a compliant way. Now, if you're just a loan officer listening to this, you may want to share this podcast with somebody in your organization, either in your compliance department, your marketing department, uh, you know, a VP of production, whoever you think is the appropriate person um, that, you know, if there are some constraints around you on social media for your organization, consider sharing this with them because Gremlin Social has got the solution for the mortgage industry that will allow you to be compliant in your social media sharing. 
So what uh, a couple of highlights of what Gremlin can do for you. First of all, uh, you know, think about the various tools that, tools that exist out there right now that allow you to um, you know, schedule your posts, to evaluate the type of engagement you're getting across the various social networks, to monitor um, your brand, and so forth and so on. Um, this, these are some of the things that Gremlin actually can do in a compliant manner. And even, bef- even more than that, right, here, here is a really cool advantage. You can have an existing library of resources that are pre-approved by compliance that are ready to share across the, the social networks. So imagine that. You don't have to get stuff approved by corporate before you send it out or whatnot. The way Gremlin works with your organization is to integrate tightly so that you're set up and free ready to just share based on the preferences and rules that your organization puts in place. So all kinds of different things that that Gremlin can do from assigning different messaging to different group types to, um, you know, um, doing some bulk uploads of posts to um, coordinating your social media activity across the networks and scheduling it in advance, measuring the analytics, the type of uh, uh, engagement that you're going to be getting. And most importantly, right, if I hadn't said it enough, uh, the compliance issue so that you don't have to be worried about that. So the number one thing that um, uh, Gremlin is focused on is, right, tools to help you streamline your social media marketing needs, save you time and money, right, and make you more effective marketer. That's what it comes down to. So I hope you enjoy our conversation with Ryan Bell from Gremlin Social, and I'd love your feedback. Make sure you leave a rating, leave us your comments. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It is my pleasure. Thank you for being here to talk about a topic that uh, I, I think people just can't get enough of, especially when in the light of what uh, you guys are doing at Gremlin, which I'll, I'll do my best to kind of uh, sum it up uh, in terms of, uh, you know, for the listeners who are interested in how we benefit from social media, how do we, you know, get more engagement and drive more leads, right, as a company or individual, but we all know there's concerns sometimes around the compliance thing. So if I'm correct, right, what you guys are doing is you are streamlining the social media, social marketing needs of organizations and individuals, um, saving them time and money across the big three, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. And you do that by providing uh, a dashboard that allows you to engage with customers, monitor your social media mentions and activity, kind of schedule your posts, etc. but do this all in a compliant way. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of that kind of sums it up. Yeah, we like to call ourselves kind of a social media marketing suite uh, wrapped in a security blanket, um, a uh, uh, you know a product geared for you know your audience of financial services uh, uh, employees, uh, loan originators, um, bank employees, uh, anybody that has to. Uh, you know, watch what they say, uh, and also, like all of us, uh, has to have a presence in social media, really, in order to succeed in business today. Well, obviously, you guys uh, appear to be making some serious headway in the mortgage financial services industry. You're, you know, got multiple endorsements. Uh, American Bankers Association has endorsed you guys, so it seems, in terms of the, um, you know, uh, stringent uh, requirements around compliance, um, you guys have passed that test. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, you know, we, we've been endorsed by a number of state uh, uh, organizations as well as the American Bankers Association, and there's a, a quite a lengthy and in-depth due diligence process there, uh, in which they vetted us to make sure that we check all the boxes and make sure that we help keep their members, uh, you know, compliant while using social media. So, uh, yeah, we we cover all the bases uh, and really kind of take care of that aspect of. Uh, 
uh, of making sure that you're audit ready uh, and that you don't say the wrong things in social media and try and make that really easy with a, a compact, easy to use uh, software package. Yeah, so let's 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 start there. I mean, how big of a concern is that? Uh, yeah, I know we've got you know compliance and regulations are just you know as far as I'm concerned way on the uh, you know too much end of the spectrum there. Um, but you know we've got individual loan officers right for years right a lot of these it's kind of the entrepreneurial mindset. We've got brokers out there who you know are free to do what they want, but then you've got kind of regulations coming down on us on. Uh, you know, people are fearful, uh, I think, unfortunately, when it comes to um, how do I market myself? How do I reach and engage with my audience out there? And of course, social media gives us new ways to do that. Um, but why do you think it's important for an organization or an individual loan officer, you know, to, to, to be aware of what they're doing across these digital platforms? Uh, sure. I mean, uh, you know, lenders, uh, like uh, any other really organization in general, financial services in particular, we can't afford to ignore social media. It's ubiquitous. Uh, customers expect the businesses that they work with to be in social media, whether it be for customer service or to learn from or to connect. People now have a greater feeling of a, a need for a relationship with a company that they spend money with or uh, or you know provide services to them. So you have to be there. Okay, so if you have to have a presence, um, you know, you've got regulations set out by, you know, governing bodies that say how you can communicate, what you can say, what you can't say. Um, and that's intimidating, for, especially for the legal and compliance departments at mortgage companies. But for the individual loan originators, you know that you need to be out there, but you're nervous about accidentally making a mistake. Um, so, you know, really that's where the software comes in, uh, in our product and our focus comes in is that, you know – not only just provide you with tools that help prevent you from saying, you know, trigger words that you probably shouldn't be saying, uh, uh, and uh, but in addition, uh, we also provide you with, you know, services potentially that would help you with best practices or help your organization build a social media policy to set out protocols, proper usage of social media, um, you know, really to help diminish these risks uh, to make you more confident in using it. Um, you know, and, and, and sometimes, you know, organizations like, uh, you know, might provide content for you as well. One of the biggest challenges I think is as somebody who's jumping into social media for business that they run into is you might have the best technology. You might have your account set up and your profiles ready to go. But the big challenge comes in when your hand is hovering above the keyboard, you're on the Facebook interface or the Twitter interface or LinkedIn, and you have to stop and think, uh, now what do I say? You know, that's a big challenge. We're not all marketers. We're not all salespeople. And so having the right tools in place where somebody else can distribute content to you to pick from, like maybe your marketing department at your loan uh, originator or your, at your mortgage uh, organization, excuse me, might create a list of content for you to use throughout the month of September. And you can just pop into that library of content and choose which ones you want to send. So um, there's a lot of things that you can do to really help the use of social media uh, or help you with the use of social media and to deal with those risks and concerns. Uh, one of those is just having somebody else who knows all the rules write some content and distribute it to you. Uh, another one is uh, um, to provide you with some tools that help you write your own content but uh, smack your hand when you try and say something you shouldn't. Okay, and and where do you guys fill in the gaps there for the very you know the description you just gave you know the the, the content library I know we talked about that uh, before we hit record so we can dive into what the functionality is there first. Um, let's start there. So let's walk somebody listening to this through. Okay, uh, how do I use Gremlin to 
you know, uh, get my my social media content out there. Sure. Um, you know, one of the things that you mentioned earlier is we provide you with a dashboard that helps aggregate what we call the big three networks together, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So when you log into the Gremlin system, you're going to see, you know, a dashboard that has multiple streams or social panels on it that lets you see all of the content that's going out from your connections and, and for your business pages. And you can interact, uh, et cetera, right there uh, on the dashboard. But if you're ready to start distributing content, uh, we have, uh, you know, a single message form that lets you uh, post a message, add your links and images to it, uh, and in that one form, choose which social network uh, channels you want to post through. Whether it's, uh, let's say you set up a post that says, uh, an example, a first-time home buyer, then this uh, this ebook is for you. And let's say that's the post you're going to send out. you got a link to a great piece of content. Uh, you might want to distribute that not only to your LinkedIn account, but also to your Facebook fan page, your personal Facebook, and your Twitter. So you just check all the accounts you want to send it to. Uh, and you might be writing this at, say, uh, 7 in the morning, but you know that your clients aren't awake yet. So you want to schedule it four hours into the future. So you're going to set it up for 11 in the morning uh, to go out. And, uh, you know, really it's just that simple. Just type a message like you would in the normal native networks, but choose all the networks and accounts you want it to go to. Uh, and then choose uh, when you'd like it to go out and we'll handle it for you. Uh, now, where our role comes in is is uh, we kind of jump in there when you hit that send button or that schedule button and analyze your content to determine whether or not it contains any, uh, let's say, trigger words or phrases or breaks any rules that your organization might have set up for you. Um, you know, examples might be using words like promise or guarantee, uh, actually stating interest rates, um, uh, you know, stay, saying the names of your closest competitors, uh, things like that that your organization might want you to avoid. It's going to pop up and warn you about. Uh, and then, you know, they might set up some rules that says if you try and say guarantee, uh, the legal department needs to see it before the post goes live. But uh, uh, anyway, and that gives you a chance to edit the message and say, you know what, I don't want to bother legal with my tweet. I'm going to edit the post. So Gremlin comes in to provide you with a tool to easily distribute the content, but then we come in with that security blanket to make sure that the post that you're sending uh, is within the best practices and guidelines set by your organization. Okay, so the um, rules are set by the particular um, banking mortgage brokerage institution that I'm working for in terms of the the trigger words, like you said. Yes, you know we set up accounts, uh, you know, for uh, uh, let's say a company ABC uh, Mortgage purchases uh, from uh, from Gremlin. Uh, we're going to give them a list of about 3,200 financial services red flag trigger words wow. that you might watch out for. <laughs> uh, we'll also send you a very fun uh, uh, spreadsheet that's hard to get through email filters that contains about 4,000 cuss words. Uh, <laughs> and so we also are fine preloading these for you when the account comes up. But there are certain things you just want to avoid that are common sense and we'll help you preload those. But also each organization can customize it as they wish. Um, you know, one example might be that uh, – you know, certain departments might be able to say certain words. You might let customer service department say promise or guarantee, mm. uh, but you don't want your loan originator saying it. And so we have really fine-tuned roles and structures and, and team features that let you say, this person can say this, but this person can't. And so, yeah, the central organization sets it up. The individual loan originator just posts into social media and gets the most out of social media that they can, knowing that uh, there's a kind of a safety net there to catch you if you accidentally say something that that uh, your uh, corporate uh, office may not like. Interesting. So what do you do you have any insights into um, you know how much of how frequent a hand slap happens when somebody's let's say in the platform and they're crafting their own message 
Uh, I'm sure it varies based on organization, right? Yeah, it does depend. Uh, some some organizations are really locked down. There's a lot of things that we can do to uh, to deal with your tolerance level as an organization uh, for allowing social media use or controlling that use among your teams. Uh, some organizations will say that every single post needs to be looked at. Uh, that's a pretty uh, uh, time-consuming effort, uh, and it kind of delays the process of getting content out there to social media, but that's the way people like to start sometimes. They might come in and say, okay, we have 400 loan, loan officers. We're going to only allow 50 in at the initial outset, and all 50 have to have every message re- reviewed. Um, then they might ratchet that down and say, okay, everybody can post freely, but if they violate any of the keyword, phrase, or pattern rules – then we want to see it. And that's the point in which we start to get to your question, which is how often are those hands slapped? Um, in the end, uh, we kind of have a pre-hand slap step. Uh, <laughs> if you started to post something that says, uh, come on out to the 5K sponsored by ABC Mortgage, we guarantee you're going to have a good time. That doesn't sound too serious because guarantees used in a kind of a non-business context. And you go ahead and post it through. You might decide at that point when the pop-up message comes up that says you shouldn't send this because it contains the word guarantee. But if you do, it's going to be reviewed by your managers. Uh, You go ahead and send that one through. The manager is going to give it a thumbs up or down and allow it to go live. Uh, But if you get a hand slap on a we guarantee uh, the lowest rate – uh, you know, for your home loan, if you close by the end of the month or something that might be a bad move uh, and you send it, uh, you're going to have the opportunity with that pop-up coming up to decide, you know what, should I really do that? And so that pop-up serves a little bit to skew the data results to your question mm-hmm. because a lot of people see the pop-up and go, oh, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't say that. And then they edit their message. So in the end, not much makes it to somebody that gets declined because most of the time the the lender is uh, uh, self-regulating with that little pop-up that warns you of your content. Well, that's actually kind of cool because in one way you're, you're actually training your loan officers, right, of – what words and phrases to stay away from in a certain context? Oh, exactly. I, we we agree completely. Um, you know, in a, you know, so, so we've actually had some uh, some marketing departments say, well, we don't know that we want everybody to know our rules, and and I think I may have even been on that call, and I'm like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> the goal is to make sure that everybody knows and follows the rules. So, uh, uh, in the end, it becomes a way for you to uh, uh, kind of train everybody. You know, to know what they can post and can't. I mean, to be honest, if I receive a pop-up that warns me that I shouldn't say the word, the phrase interest rate or use the percent sign in my social post, depending on what your rules are, you know, I'm not going to do that again in the future. Uh, and yeah. uh, it just makes me a better user of social media. And if I happen to violate policy and go around the Gremlin system and pull up my LinkedIn app and and post there, uh, I'm going to remember the rules that I've been warned about. So it's uh, all around. It's a it's a it's a training tool. Is this also something that, you know, internally, uh, not the loan officer, but the individual, uh, whether it's compliance department um, or marketing, whoever, it sounds like they can set it up the, the rules as loose or tight as they prefer, meaning um, some people would want to use this tool just for compliance record keeping versus, con- you know, individual message control. Is that right? Uh, Yeah, exactly. I mean, in the end, first and foremost, Gremlin is a social media marketing tool to help you distribute your content and and close more loans uh, in social media. Now, wrap that in in the security that uh, the the security blanket I was talking about to provide that peace of mind to your legal and marketing and compliance department. uh, And. and that's where those 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 uh, ratchet that ratcheting of roles and how much you want to lock it down comes in. Um, 
some organizations will not lock anything down and they will just use the system as a means of archiving and capturing all of the social media posts. Uh, so loan originators probably know this, but in case you don't, uh, you have to keep records of all of your marketing communications, which includes your social media posts. So that random tweet that includes a link to a PDF about how to process a home loan quickly, you know, whatever educational content you're trying to send out has to be captured and stored for years uh, to maintain, uh, you know, regulatory compliance. And so one of the things Gremlin does in the back end, one of these hands-off things we do for your core organization is every couple of hours we're going out and scraping your social media channels and pulling in that data and storing it and auto-archiving it for you and your organization. So uh, to your point, some companies just go in and check the box that says archive this account and they don't put any rules in whatsoever. And they just kind of do things from a retroactive perspective where they review the archives and say, okay, how is Steve doing? I mean, what is he saying in social media? Rather than trying to do proactive, which is a unique aspect of our system. It really does help us stand out that we go in there from a proactive perspective to prevent the post from going out before it goes live. We we prevent that mistake. But you can also flip it to retroactive and uh, just archive and capture and review it after the fact. If you've got the... Um you know, the spigot, so to speak, wide open and you're not putting any rules in there. You guys are, you know, scrubbing um, the internet and looking, f basically, cat you know, cataloging all those shares. Uh, in the reporting for the admin user at the company, let's say, uh, are there alert settings or anything like that, you know, that will alert somebody to, hey, you know, um, Steve over here, right, use the trigger word. Uh, currently in the system, the way that our reporting works is it catches on the proactive side, lets you know the results that are happening when you are slapping the hand through the through the Gremlin system where mm -hmm. the pop-up comes up and warns you during their posting. Yep. If somebody goes around Gremlin uh, and uses a different tool uh, and says something that is, uh, you know, uh, well, actually, let's just say they use a different tool. Let's say your policy is you have to use Gremlin. Don't go out to LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook.com to post. We want you to use the Gremlin system. We have reporting in there that will let the manager know that you know Steve for example sent 32 posts in the month of September and seven of those went outside of Gremlin hmm. you know and so that gives them the opportunity to kind of reach out and smack their hand from a retroactive perspective we don't yet have in the system things that will do retroactive content scanning and alerting of keyword violations mm -hmm. um, but we do it on the proactive side uh, whenever you do get uh, the pop-up that comes up when you're using the Gremlin system we'll let you do reporting on that okay great Okay, so let's talk about some of the uh, reporting and analytics because, uh, you know, everybody wants to know what's the ROI of social media. As a matter of fact, um, and, and you can insert this whenever you think it's appropriate, uh, prior to the recording, you and I were talking about, uh, you know, clients and, and the results they're seeing. And you referenced um, having some data on results from a particular client of a, you know, kind of one deal a month or whatever. So um, if you wouldn't mind, maybe talk a little about the reporting and analytics you get so you can see kind of what the engagement is. And if you want to tie in that one client story, feel free. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, you know, everybody talks about social media ROI, and it's a phrase that we use often enough, but I personally like to stay away from it. Uh, the, the one reason why is if you look at the word return uh, in there, um, in order to calculate return, you have to know the cost. Mm -hmm. And so from our perspective as a software uh, provider, uh, we can't know how much it costs you to market, to write your content, or to hire your employees and your overhead. Uh, so we can't necessarily deliver you an ROI, but we can provide you with 
your level of success and interaction in social media for you to do that calculation on your own. So um, with respect to uh, what we do to help you do that calculation, you know, besides going out every few minutes and scouring your your account and looking at the number of likes and comments and shares uh, that you're getting uh, in your social media posts, um, we also have a great feature we call target pages, which is really um, kind of conversion tracking. So let's say you are trying to get people to contact you to talk to you about a consultation for a home loan. Mm -hmm. And the way in which you're doing that is to educate them on a topic that you think they might uh, be interested in. And let's use that first-time homebuyer example again. You might put out a PDF that says, here's how to navigate buying your first home. And it happens to be something you share on Facebook and maybe you put it up as an advertisement and it gets in front of the eyes of a couple that just got married and looking to buy their first house. They click on that link and make it back to your page to download the white paper and fill out a form for a consultation. Um, you know, we help you not only know that somebody clicked on your link to download the white paper, but we'll also let you know that they actually filled out the form and made it to the thank you page. Uh, and so that conversion, we tie back to the original post. And so we kind of call that following the tweet to the sale or, or mm -hmm. the post to the sale. So we'll tell you that 37 people clicked on your post. Uh, but actually nine of them filled out your form and signed up for a consultation. And so that right there enables you to put in your own internal numbers for the value of a lead. You might give a, a, a mortgage lead a value of uh, $700, you know, whatever your internal number is. And that helps you make those calculations and then helps that central marketing department justify any expense for social media because they can point directly to new loans being closed directly as a result of shared content in social media. And the example you talked about, we have a great case study out there where uh, one of our uh, uh, our mortgage uh, groups that uses Gremlin uh, is closing, I think it's 1.2 new loans a month, but at least one new loan a month that they can attribute to every single one of their loan originators that are using social media uh, throughout the month. And so there's a immediate dollar amount that they can point to for the return on investment for social media. And that's driven by having a good content distribution tool and, uh, and uh, you know, the right policies and strategies in place. Yeah, that's great. Um, so just to be clear on the target pages, you say, um, tell us a little bit of how, the, how that works. That's a snippet of code on your website. It's not a like a landing page that you guys host, right? Yeah, good point. Thank you. I want to make sure that we make that clear. So every, we, we figure that everybody out there has already got some landing page software to help track conversions. If it's not through their CRM system, it's through a marketing automation system. But we provide you with a little snippet of code that you put on your thank you page that says that uh, – uh, or on your landing page software uh, that just – that lets us communicate back with Gremlin. And so if somebody clicks on that first-time home buyer or social media post and arrives on your page, it pings us and says, okay, somebody clicked on this link. Uh, and it just kind of now, – now it knows they clicked on it. And then if in the next 30 days they fill out that form, most of the time it's immediately, and they make it to that – thank you page, that conversion page, it'll ping Gremlin again and say, hey, um, the person who clicked on this link on this social media post just filled out the form and made it to the thank you page. And so that helps us do the tracking. And so on your side, uh, the only thing you need to do, to do is put the snippet of code in your landing page and then just post your stuff into social media and we'll take it from there. Wow, that's really neat, um, especially in the fact that, hey, it's all compliant. And so people, yeah, exactly. the people upstairs are happy. <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, what what can we tell listeners about any CRM integrations or how we might you know kind of you know port this data over? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, 
there are email automation marketing software packages. You've got your print distribution systems. I'm sure all of you have where you can actually print out your PDFs for distribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's social media uh, products like Gremlin Social to help you with uh, your social media distribution. Um, I would say we're in an air, we're in a time frame as uh, uh, where all of these different social media marketing or these different marketing. Uh, technologies are starting to integrate. Right. Uh, we do offer the ability for, you know, if you've got a CRM system that you'd like us to integrate, we can talk to you about whether or not we can start sending information into that CRM. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's part of the core product, but I think you're going to see a greater level of integration between these systems over time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 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 at this point in time, with respect to the data that you get from Gremlin, you're able to create reports that show how well you're doing and export those into PDFs. You're able to take all of your social media posts that are archived and export those so you can import them to any type of uh, central IT system that you have. Uh, and we also enable you to take any uh, uh, data with respect to um, the behavior of your team uh, and how they're using social media and make that export as well. So currently the integration with other systems is that we have a really easy way for you to get the data out of Gremlin so you can pull it into your other systems. But as far as direct integrations and uh, direct tie-ins with CRMs, that's something we talk about with your central organization and uh, kind of on a, on a case-by-case basis. Right. Okay. Great. Uh, so a couple other things I want to talk about for features in the tool here, um, and that is the search functionality, because um, this kind of speaks to the you know ROI discussion there. People want to know, hey, what type of engagement they're getting across their social networks. So there might be a few ways to do that, but one of them I'm looking at is the, the search function to see what kind of social mentions you're getting. But um, uh, what, what type of, uh, how can we track that engagement? So as we mentioned earlier, Gremlin handles the big three, which is Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Of all the networks, Twitter really has the best search capability, and it also is really the best place to do searching. I mean, if you look at the other networks, or all three networks, you find that Twitter really is the public social network. Everybody kind of assumes that everything they say is going to be visible to everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, from a that, that perspective in Facebook, your corporate page might be the one that your corporate Facebook page might be the one that you you post out through a lot. But mm-hmm. if people are going to start having a conversation about your organization or mentioning you, they're going to be doing so in their private Facebook channels in which only their friends and family can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing on LinkedIn. Only your connections can see what you're saying. And so from a search perspective, really Twitter is the one to pay attention to uh, because not only uh, is it is it public, but they also provide the best tools for searching. Uh, And so what we provide you in our interface is the ability to set up panels in your dashboard to look for keywords, like say the name of your company or uh, you personally. Uh, And you can search all the way down to, you know, an example search might be, I want to find who is mentioning ABC Mortgage within 50 miles of downtown St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, And then we'll pull up all of the tweets for you that were set in that area and display them right there in the panel and it auto updates every minute so you can stay on top of what's being said about you in the social channels. But there is one more thing. Actually, this will be the first time we've ever mentioned this in a public space. So uh, that's something you're, you're all going to hear awesome. about. Awesome. Uh, Breaking news. New here. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, we're about ready to launch a product that we call Brand Guardian uh, and it's coming out in the next quarter. Uh, we're getting really close to finishing it and have some of it already out to beta testers. But we're branching out of social media a little bit and going into the general web uh, and enabling people to set up searches to basically be alerted 
if their name or company name or product name or whatever you want to look for is mentioned anywhere on the internet. Mm. Uh, and so we end up giving you reports and sending you emails that say, okay, here's your daily digest of who mentioned you and where they mentioned you. Um, and what's great about this new feature is it actually gives us a, the ability to kind of peek into some of the social networks that don't really allow you to do searching all that often. For example, Facebook and LinkedIn don't really let you search for what people are saying. Facebook has a little bit of a feature, but it's not that thorough and uh, and it doesn't give you the latest results. But if we're able to scour it on the web and uh, and index it, we might find some of those Facebook public posts or those LinkedIn company page public posts that wouldn't necessarily come up on the social network website and be able to alert you to the fact that somebody said something about you on those networks as well, along with Twitter. So in the end, the project is called Brand Guardian. It's going to be bolted onto our existing product, Social Guardian, which is the Gremlin social tool. And it will enable you to not only search within social media, but search at the web at large and be notified immediately whenever somebody mentions you. Wow, that sounds really cool. Love that because there's a variety of applications there, right? Obviously the positive, but then you want to catch any of that negative publicity that you might be getting. Exactly. Nip that in the bud. Oh, very cool. Um, So you guys have a lot of uh, other info and resources. You know, I was scouring your blog. There's a lot of good info over there. That's blog.gremlin. By the way, gremlin is G-R-E-M-L-N.com. Um, so blog.gremlin.com for those yeah, who uh, actually, if I may jump in really yeah, quickly, uh, here's another, let me give you two new public uh, releases that we haven't told anybody else. Gremlin's changing their name. Uh, we're actually within the next three weeks going to be renaming to the name Gremlin social. Uh, as you just explained, we've had the name Gremlin without any, without the correct spelling, without the I in it for quite a while. And we've decided to go ahead and spell it out and say what we do. So we're now, uh, in the next three weeks and you can even go there now and it'll redirect you. But, uh, Gremlin, G R E M L I N, just like you normally spell it, followed by the word social.com. And, uh, and we do have a lot of great resources out there. We produce white papers. Um, we do case studies. Uh, we do a lot of training videos. We do a lot of webinars to really help loan originators do more in social media and be successful in it. Uh, and so we're, uh, you know, we try to think of ourselves as a thought leader in the space. Uh, we speak at a number of conferences and, and travel the country. I've got two, two uh, speeches coming up in the next month where we really uh, just share what we learn about what works in the mortgage industry and social media, uh, and that content becomes available on our website. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Are you going to uh, NAM in Vegas? <laughs> I wish, actually. I need, I need a trip to Vegas this year. Uh, but uh, no, I'll be speaking at a couple of banking conferences that kind of branch over into mortgage a little bit. Um, as you mentioned earlier, we're endorsed by the American Bankers Association. Uh, and so I'll be speaking at their national marketing conference here in Nashville, which is also a great city to visit. Uh, yes. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, won't be making it to Vegas. So. Oh, that's funny. I've been to Vegas too much, and I want to go to Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Trade you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. I got a question for you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's related, but, uh, and, 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 you know, you're not prepped for this, but in talking about uh, compliance, uh, we haven't talked about video yet, and particularly Facebook Live. Um, now, obviously, there's some, you know, considerations with Facebook Live because it's live. So it, it can't necessarily be run through compliance ahead of time. Although naturally you can have an agenda, you know, kind of a talk track that's kind of compliance approved. But any any comments or, you know, response to that, you know, kind of how would we prepare if we're going to use Facebook Live? You know, in the end, um, if you take all of the technology out of compliance and you go back to this, the, just the basic 
rules of business. There's going to be a corporate policy put in place on how you can communicate, what you can say, and how you can do it. And so where technology might be unavailable to uh, to prevent mistakes, for example, you like as you said, it's live video. Um, I mean, even live news broadcasts have problems with people making mistakes. So the likelihood of there being a solution anytime soon for uh, or Facebook providing an option to you know have a 10 second delay and drop anything if you say something bad uh, or is is probably far out into the future. So I would say training, policy, uh, and just you know. You know, just making sure that you think before you start your live broadcast on what you're going to say and prepare for it. Um, from a perspective of uh, new technologies like, you know, using Periscope or Facebook Live or, or uh, uh, any other uh, new technologies out there, what usually happens is the capabilities are integrated within the social networks before they allow third-party tools like Gremlin Social to put any type of controls on it. So currently, Facebook Live is so new that, that there are no controls we can put in place uh, short of preventing you from using it, I suppose. But um, in the end, I would say just uh, be diligent, uh, be smart, uh, plan ahead, train, and have policies in place. And so as these new things come out, um, especially live things, as you mentioned with Facebook Live, uh, uh, just you know, just make sure that everybody's prepared for the right way to use it. Uh, the technology will come soon uh, and help govern it, but uh, uh, nothing nothing beats a good training class and a good policy uh, upfront. Yeah, so that's a great point, and uh, you know, to, to close out here because we're almost out of time. But um, uh, my other question I had for you, perhaps ending question before we tell people how to reach you. Um, is what's what's if you look out into the future because as you just noted you know we've got a variety of different new technologies coming online most recently the live type of uh, platforms and of course there's more yet to come um, but what are you kind of seeing moving forward in the next maybe you know twelve to twenty four months in terms of where mortgage institutions meet their individual loan officers on that road of of here's what you're allowed to do, here's what you're not allowed to do. Because, you know, it's kind of like that pendulum kind of um, example that I talked about earlier, where when all this compliance first came down hard and heavy, right, in 2010 and beyond, it's like uh, everybody just clamped down on what you can and can't do. Seems to me that there's a little bit of a, a, a realization happening that, okay, like you opened up with, our people need to be on social media. So how do you see that um, relationship, that dynamic working between the organization and the individual loan officer? Sure. I mean, I could say that uh, um, as frustrating as it was for the, the the loan officers and the mortgage industry and banking and financial services in general for the clampdown to happen, you know, in hindsight, it might have been the right move. Uh, nobody quite knew how social media was going to affect business. They didn't know how they were going to control it. Uh, and, you know, and sometimes we fear the unknown. And so it might have been a good, safe practice to kind of latch things down and say no social media for anybody. But what I can say is it is refreshing uh, to see that now that we all as an organization or as an industry are getting a grasp on the benefits of social media and the way in which it can be used and the way in which mistakes can be made, that we're gradually, the industry is gradually opening up their policies. They're allowing social media to be used. They see it as a driver of revenue. Uh, and uh, and I think that's that's refreshing. That's, uh, uh, that's a good positive direction to be going in. And so I think we'll continue down this path. Um, we see on a daily basis from talking to the mortgage organizations, there are still a significant percentage of organizations that either don't allow social media usage at all or allow it and don't do anything whatsoever to govern it. <laughs> Both are 
I think, equally bad. Um, and so I think we're going to continue down the path that we've been on to gradually open up social media use to the loan originators, provide them with tools that don't get in their way to helping grow their business, close more loans, uh, and then also providing them with tools that help them succeed in that effort. And so I think the technology is catching up. The industry is opening up, and we're going to continue down that path. Now, there's always going to be new networks. Um, I can tell you that I'm sure that if your organization allows you to use social media, that maybe they're reacting to Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Pinterest, or Tumblr in a different way because those kind of feel like fringe networks and new networks or within the networks you know, Facebook Live uh, coming out within Facebook. They might take that same old-fashioned approach of – Until we get a handle on this, nobody's using it. So always be ready for that. But in the end, I think uh, the the industry is now comfortable with social media, uh, and I think the technology is there to make it easy for the loan originators to use it and for compliance to be happy that they've got some control and for loan originators to be happy that they're able to easily distribute content and close more loans. So I think we're going to keep moving in that same direction of uh, of an open policy uh, with uh, some controls in place. Uh, and the right caution that the financial services industry kind of uh, is used to. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's that's good. And that's positive news uh, for us working together with the organizations and for those of us who understand the the value and the benefit of being on social media. Um, and and you know a certain level of trust right has to occur. <laughs> Agreed. And, and Agreed. it all comes back to training and education and setting setting policy. So that's that's awesome. Um, so so great. Thank you so much for sharing this. This platform is is truly I think well needed in this industry and well, well overdue. So it's no wonder you're getting such a great reception from the different companies. Uh, for those listening and want to learn more, where would you like to direct them? Sure. Uh, you know, first I would say we had a lot of conversation today about uh, compliance and control. Uh, you know, you know that doesn't necessarily fall in the right ears if we're we've got some listeners here who are loan originators. Uh, first and foremost, Gremlin's a social media marketing tool to help you succeed. Right. Uh, and then second, we are a compliance tool to help keep you uh, within regulations. Um, and you know, to learn more about both of those aspects of our product, um, GremlinSocial.com. Uh, is what will we will we be coming very soon? Just go ahead and visit that now, uh, or you can go to our, our current domain of gremln.com. Uh, you can find out more about the product, how it works, uh, and uh, um, and you know maybe learn some more about how to execute uh, uh, better campaigns and social media in the mortgage industry. Yeah, absolutely. And there's great resources on there, white papers, downloads, lots of just you know super education for you to learn more about how to save time and money across the social networks. And especially learn more about how to leverage Gremlin to engage and monitor your social activity and schedule your posts all in a compliant way. Best of both worlds for everybody. So Ryan Bell, can't thank you enough for being here. And for those listening, uh, if you like today's episode, please make sure you give us a rating on iTunes. If you haven't subscribed yet, be sure to do that. You don't want to miss any upcoming episodes. And once again, that was Jeff Simpson, your host of Mortgage Marketing Radio. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. 
Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.